y'all. Welcome to Date Card, a Bachelor Nation podcast. I'm Jenna. And I'm Danica. And this week we have a few things to talk about. <laughs> do we? Uh, <laughs> do we ever. Uh, first and foremost, uh, this is the week where daddy, 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 Chris Harrison, um, and the rest of us had to suffer through the women tell all, which Jenna has cleverly titled the women yell all. Uh, it's true. <laughs> it's real. Um, really all we wanted to see was bloopies and we had to wait till the very end. And, uh, it was a really <laughs> unfulfilling and unrewarding process. Oh yeah, for sure. It's like, that's really all we want is bloopers. And then mm-hmm. you give us like a minute of them and we had to sit through two hours of screaming. Yeah. All I wanted to see was bugs flying into these women's hair. And I only got like maybe five minutes of it. Yeah unacceptable truly um danica and i also went to bachelor live on stage uh last night in portland and we have like a lot to say about that and you guys are gonna love our recap of that mm, experience (laughs) 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 for lack of a better word and then also i mean probably like the crazy most exciting thing today or this week was also that we got a new bachelorette and it was announced and i have so many feelings on that that was a wild morning for me. Um, and then as per usual, we made a mess in Bachelor Nation <laughs> via social media because that's kind of um, a thing that we do sometimes. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about how I missed the days of when Leo was harassing us in our DMs at 1 a.m. Mm-hmm. But uh, <laughs> alas. Oh my God, to miss Leo. I never thought that I'd is- say that. I yeah, I I'd mean, say that. <laughs> shock in the most dramatic turn of events ever on date card pod. We miss Leo. I don't know. Mm. Is he alive still? I don't. I'm not sure. Yeah, and I really kind of hope not. Um. So, <laughs> <laughs> oopsies. So yeah, let's talk about it. Let's just get it out of the way because it's. I think it's weighing on both of our shoulders a lot. Mm-hmm. Um. And what it is is that. Basically, on Monday morning, um, two members of Peter's cast, Alexa and a woman named Jasmine, um, both posted kind of like simultaneous um, like posts on their feeds. The person named Jasmine, who was, was on the season, I don't really recall her much, <laughs> but um, she made a post with her and Alexa looking quite, you know, close and coupley and wrote a caption of, Spoiler, we did find love after all with like a little rose emoji. And then basically a lot of Bachelor Nation, especially Queer Nation, kind of just got like super excited. We kind of assumed that um, this was a an announcement of sorts that these two women were dating and kind of, you know, fallen for each other through the process of being on the show together, which has happened in um, a couple other international uh, yeah, I think it was in like the Vietnam one, mm-hmm. maybe. And then maybe um, Australia. We haven't had it here. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think. No, not officially. Not that they, and anyone's been made public of it. Um, so, you know, there was like comments on under the thread of like, oh my God, I hope this is real. There was Bachelor Nation people commenting just like really positive things, not necessarily, you know, in hindsight. Not saying like, you know, I love you guys together, but just like positive affirmations in general. Clay, of course, of um, Becca's season, 
made a couple Instagram stories where he like, hashtagged favorite bachelor couple and then like a love triangle post and they it was featuring both Alexa and Jasmine. So the long and the story of it is that a lot of Bachelor Nation started running with the fact that they were probably a couple. Like there was a couple listicle articles made, um, all of the, like the Facebook groups that were in, a couple Twitter th threads. People just were really excited about it. There you go. The next day, yesterday morning, Tuesday, Alexa made an Instagram story clearing the air um, and letting everybody know, um, maybe clearing the air is not the right word, but just letting people know that her and Jasmine are in fact not dating and just really, really good friends. And, um, you know, yeah, do you have something to add maybe, Je um, Danica? Yeah, I think just maybe everybody, at least like in the groups that I'm involved in, in our like group chats or whatever like we were really excited about it when mm -hmm. it when it seemed to have been like an announcement we were like fuck yeah this is amazing like two beautiful women of color like who seemingly like i think both of them went home within the first like three weeks so yeah. it, it would be like natural though for them to like come out at this point and i think we were all really excited and i think a lot of us are still feeling really tender about you know, the way we were treated when Demi and Christian uh, came out and the way that we felt when they broke up. Um, so I think we just felt, oh, like this is a little like queer win. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, like a win, totally. It, they are so cute together also. <laughs> like it, <laughs> it, exactly. was, it was just like something we wanted really badly, like in the wake of like, Demi and Christian, like, breaking off their relationship, even though they're both happy now, um, despite Demi having the ugliest boyfriend I've ever seen before. <laughs> He's, like, some weird musician fuckboy. I don't really know what's going on. No. It's oh, my God. Awful. Yeah. So, I, yeah, I think we were just, like, feeling pretty sensitive, but also, like, this felt, like, pretty validating. And, like, our group on Facebook was so excited about it. Mm-hmm. And then the next day we woke up with news that, you know, they were just friends. And I think we all had complicated feelings about it. Mm -hmm. um, and I will say real quick, when Danica references like a fa our Facebook group, we're referring to like these public Facebook groups. They're not like our podcast fa Facebook group. These, right, are like, yeah, um, right. these are like groups that are people who just like talk about the show and are pretty like I think pretty reasonable groups, people like tend to have like really nuanced and like, you know, respectful conversations about all the things that go on. So there was definitely a post of like, hey, it turns out they're not a couple. And that's like, you know, uh, that's a bummer, right? Because we were so excited. Um, and then there was like tons of comments on that thread that were like, this feels wrong. This feels like they kind of misled us. This feels like we for almost 24 hours had this like excitement and then nothing was said. And then this is taken away. It felt people were actually using the word queer baiting on this thread that we were on um, and looking at. And then I saw some threads on Twitter. They were also using that word and also just getting really like mad about it. And I got riled up. <laughs> I got riled up. And, um, and I, you know, I also, I just, I think we have reactions in this, in this franchise, like as anyone who's like in it, you know, like uh, watching it um, and all of this, stuff, you just, you have reactions sometimes. And then you sit back later on and you go like, oh, I don't know if that was necessarily <laughs> the reaction I should have had, or, you know, maybe I was just emotional. So I don't know. I feel like 
three weeks ago, I called for anybody in the world to murder Peter, and I think that was rational. <laughs> no, yeah, there's some things that are quite, yeah, yep. I still <laughs> really feel pretty annoyed by that man. Yeah, I'm still, I'm still passionate about killing Peter. <laughs> so. so there you go. Um, I basically tweeted a tweet asking, asking both asking clay jasmine and alexa to do better um and that i i said this is like to to queer baiting and that bisexuals have to you know suffer a lot of consequences in society about being the them being said they're liars um and that they're not really bi and so when bi people are or when straight people go around and say that they're like in a relationship and say they're wifey and like do things that are like queer related and bisexual related but really not it, it really hurts like an overall bigger picture of like bisexuals and queer people being believed and respected and cared for in their communities so that's where like the anger was coming from yeah. um and i tagged them all i post about it and then i got a response from alexa um through her instagram well, I think it's worth the the Twitter post that you're referencing, and I I don't I don't know if she I think she might have reposted it from our Instagram, which she is did. a screenshot of our Twitter. You yeah. didn't actually tag them on Twitter. The only person you tagged was Clay, which mm-hmm. is the right response. That it's interesting that um, of Alexa, Jasmine, and Clay, Alexa was the person who responded to it. Mm-hmm. This is complicated and i think it gets complicated for us especially because we're both white uh to my knowledge we're both cis Mm -hmm. um like queer women and so like we obviously like don't have you know we don't have you know the we we don't know everything and Mm -hmm. we do have a lot of privilege yeah we have so much privilege and we also like can't ask that everyone on the bachelor franchise reveal their sexuality beforehand Mm -hmm. um that's not fair to ask of anybody truly not Um, no matter matter what your platform is like they have a larger platform those but that doesn't mean that like people should be asking them for what they're right and i don't think that's what we were trying to do i think we got queer vibes from alexa Mm -hmm. and then we were just like so surprised in like a good way that like maybe she and jasmine did have a real connection Mm -hmm. um as it turns out Uh, Alexa is queer. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's what makes the rest of this like a little bit more complicated. And I think that like, we just like as a podcast would like to own up to the fact that like, saying that like people are queer baiting when one person of the two is queer is, you know, just sus at best, like we were (laughs) not doing. Yeah, like, (laughs) we like we didn't do like our best work there. Yeah. Um, but I, I like one thing I did really appreciate was just like, yeah, like this is a nuanced conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, I really appreciated that she took the time to like respond to like criticism and she did it very well. Like one of the first things that she said was just like when she was accused of queer baiting, she was like, I take this seriously and I'm going to address it. Mm-hmm. And I think she addressed it very well. Um, she like defined what queer baiting is for people that might not know because Bachelor Nation, y'all are stupid. I'm sorry. Yes. Um, she like defended herself in saying why she thought that what she did was not queer baiting. 
which I honestly agree with. I agree. Um, I do agree. Yes, exactly. Um, because I think part of what makes this situation complicated is that the queer person in this scenario was the person that responded. Yeah. None of the straight people that were involved responded. So Jasmine, I mean, I, well, I think it could go one of two ways, mm -hmm. right? Like was Alexa queer baiting? No, no, because she didn't post it. Mm -hmm. Jasmine posted it. If anything, Jasmine could be accused of queer baiting. We haven't received a response from her, mm -hmm. um, which is telling uh, she's straight and has chosen to ignore this situation, mm -hmm. which is fine. Like that's her MO. She can do whatever she wants to. We don't matter. Um, <laughs> truly. But, <laughs> truly. And like the other thing too, I remember you and I had a long conversation about this, like over the past couple of days, because we've been like kind of nervous about yeah. like talking about it. Um, but I think one thing is just like, Intent versus impact is, like, one thing. Mm -hmm. But I do think that it's telling that the straight person, uh, like, in this, like, duo scenario is, you know, just, like, saying these, like, really loving things about her friend. And Alexa's like, yeah, I love this person. And, I mean, even last night, I mean, I'll call myself out. Like, when we went to Bachelor Live, I posted, like, a caption that was, like, my wife, my love, love of my life, whatever. Yes, like, of course. Yeah. Those, those things are all, like up to people's interpretation and like would mm -hmm. I like to be called out for queer baiting like probably no. not no certainly not uh, yeah it just yeah ultimately I I think that there was just some slight thoughtlessness on the straight people involved I don't think it was um I I definitely don't think the intent was malicious or even fully to, to to be queer baiting you know it wasn't mm -hmm. that it wasn't that um i think it was just slightly thoughtless potentially at worst attention seeking on some of those people's parts but that's like at worst and like i think ultimately it was um like alexa described like it was just like this is how we talk about each other you know the defenses that like a lot of bachelor nation people talk about how much they love each other and how much they found true love within the friendship that is true people do talk about that it's just like all the other little pieces made it seem more like it was more than that you know but ultimately everyone was wrong <laughs> they weren't in a couple and we assumed and you know what happens when you fucking assume make an ass out of you and i think all of us are asses <laughs> and yeah. you know it makes an ass out of me and jenna yeah basically and you know <laughs> and it just a lot of people who were having these feelings i think we ultimately just kind of got worked up and um ultimately i do want to say yeah like sorry for the words i used <clears throat> queer baiting specifically um i want to apologize for just like going further than it needed to be um tagging people making tweets i just i got wrapped up and i you know was having some feelings about it and i just think that if i had stopped and took a breath and really thought about like the severity maybe what other people are going through um staying in my lane you know and i would have stayed in my lane more um so I think it's a good lesson. I do, like you said, I really appreciate her taking the time to actually give a very like respectful and detailed response and and agree with her in the end that she didn't have to. None of the, none of the people had to. And the fact that she took that time and did that is something that I'm grateful for. She didn't have to do it and she did. Um, and I also like, I'm grateful for, for my own 
knowledge and learning. But I'm also grateful because on like a bigger picture, she did talk about the concept of queer baiting on a national level platform, you know? And that's something that like isn't talked about in Bachelor Nation or on many big platforms. So the fact that she like made a definition about it and talked about it is so important to me. And I, that wasn't my intent was to like have this big learning moment like that, but I'm happy it happened, I guess, in a way. Um, Cause I think, I, I hope a lot of people learn from it on, on every yeah. side, you know? So yeah, I hope for that too. And I hope that you and I like, like really use this as a learning moment. Mm -hmm. Like there is no way that like queer women of color should um, have to take the time out of their day to Certainly. educate us on this issue. Um, I'm thankful for the education, obviously. Um, but yeah, I think we'll just both be more like mindful in the future and we'll like discuss things like that moving yeah, forward certainly because like if i had just like talked <laughs> to danica maybe i would have you know taken a shit and then none of this would have happened <laughs> you know because yeah. like honestly probably like most mistakes i make in my life like whether it's like texting an ex or anything is all because like yeah. i really had to take a shit and i just didn't and um, it's all constipation yeah you know diarrhea related it's really not okay i should see a doctor um but i'm not going to because I'm too busy uh, watching two hours of this trash television show. Yeah. Well, that and like Joe Biden is leading in the polls right now. So uh, now I have to we'll shit never, again. Yeah. Well, we're never going to get health insurance, y'all. Sorry oh about it. God, Lord have mercy. Um, anyway, uh, so I just want to wrap it up. Ultimately, if anyone has any um, questions or more feelings or they want to talk about it more, our DMs are open and we're happy to like discuss it more. Um, but I think ultimately we're just moving on and, you know, um, as a learning experience and, uh, okay. Yeah. So we'll just, uh, keep moving on and growing and totally open to, um, criticism and advice and teachable moments. We love y'all. We yeah. love, we love everyone in this uh, situation and like our, in bachelor nation and everything. So, um, totally happy to grow and learn and realize when we've made mistakes and kick our own asses and yeah i'm i'm happy to sit in my like sit in the pain of it <laughs> yeah i i am okay with that because that is um uh, my privilege is um unless it's i undeserving so gonna just mm -hmm. whew, all right so Goodness speaking gracious. of privilege, yeah, speaking the of Bachelorette privilege. announced. <laughs> oh my God, that is, yeah, that's pretty on the money right there. Um, yeah, I mean, gosh, I have, I have lots of feelings Complicated about it. feelings. Yeah, I do. Complicated feelings. First of all, I guess, so Claire Crowley. Crawley. <laughs> oh man, Crawley? Yeah, Claire Crawley. Crawley. Um, of Juan Pablo's season was announced our Bachelorette for 2020, y'all. Um, I think it's season 16 of The Bachelorette. Um, and she is um, kind of a, you know, I say like, we're going to round her up as a fan favorite, I think, for Bachelor Nation. She has been on many of the shows, four to be exact. Uh, Juan Pablo season and then seasons one and two of BIP and then the winter games. Um, Dan, are you still there? 
Yes, I'm here. Cool, your face went away for me for some reason. Oh no, I'm sorry. You're good. Don't touch anything <laughs> ever. <laughs> I'll stop. Coronavirus, <laughs> basically. And so, I'm not. and um, probably I guess the most talked about thing about her currently is that she is 38 years old. Um, and this is a first for Bachelor Nation. Um, the oldest bachelor at, they've ever had is 32, which was Rachel Lindsay. And, um, I think that it's, I mean, something worth talking about, but I mean, overall I'm excited because I do like her overall. Um, yeah. and I think she will make for some good change in the franchise as far as having a lead that is older. Also just somebody who like has been through things and has, been in relationships both you know in the franchise and outside of the franchise so yeah what are your thoughts boo boo oh i love it because um at age 28 <laughs> uh <laughs> um i was already like fading from relevancy uh i'm back in it babies you can't you can't kick me out of this franchise uh jenna has been um I almost said regurgitated. That's not the right word. What is it? Five mm. yeah. from the dead? Yeah. Because basically at 34, I've actually been dead for two years as far as Bachelor Nation yeah. is concerned. Oh, way longer than two years. You're a woman. Come yeah. On. I am I am a dead, um, dead woman. So now I'm alive and suddenly have the opportunity to become a bachelorette one day. I didn't know this was something that I had to worry about. I had long since packed up my hair extensions and tanning spray and I was like, I don't need to worry about this. There's no way I'm ever going to become bachelorette because I am over age 32. But yeah. now I actually have to worry bit. about it. Um, and yeah. I'm really not ready for it, actually, to be honest. Um, and I'm kind of scared. And I really hope the draft doesn't come soon because I'm really not ready. <laughs> no, I, I, do I do actually really like Claire as a choice. Um because I think we were all really struggling to figure out who it was going to be. Yeah. We've gotten pretty used to, you know, like contestants being like, you know, like the last season, that's like the pool. Mm -hmm, right. Mm -hmm. uh, I think we all agree. Um, and if you don't agree, unsubscribe, unfollow that uh, this cast of girls uh, sucked. Yeah. <laughs> um, like, yeah. or just like, it's, it wouldn't make like a compelling lead for next mm -hmm. season, the way that the show operates. Yeah. And I was just like trying to think on like old seasons, like Tia was thrown around for a while. Who else? Tasha. Mm -hmm. um, um, and it's not that, or like Natasha was thrown around for a little bit. Like I, I heard all of these things and it's not that I don't like any of these women. I love Tasha. I yeah. love Natasha. I would love another like black female lead to be cast. Um, it just didn't seem like it was going to go anywhere. You know, like usually have like a really strong feeling. Um, and they, I mean, they and truly fucked Natasha and Cheyenne and like, and, and like all of these people in the season, the ones that were actually like viable options, they give us no backstory. They give us no sadness. I was sad. I was sad for Natasha that she had to go and be on the show. I wasn't sad for her when Peter dumped her. I wasn't like, oh my yeah. God, her heart's broken. I was sad for her because of the fact that she had to even date him. That's <laughs> where, where my sadness so was. True. And like, oh my I want God. my bachelorette to be um, sad, I guess. 
Yeah. <laughs> I want her to be heartbroken in a way that isn't just because, oh, like you dated the same dude you could have dated at home. <laughs> like that, that's the thing too, is just like, there were so many, like, there were actually probably really wonderful women. They just mm-hmm. didn't do a good like narrative arc for any of the women to make us feel like, yeah, I, I back this person. Yeah, for sure. And besides Kelly, but Kelly made it pretty clear that she probably wouldn't even want it. I feel like she's too level-headed or whatever for this, for that, you know, role. So it's like, well, yeah. And I mean, we can get to, we will get to this later, but like Kelly and Natasha weren't even invited to after the final rose. Yeah. Or sorry, women tell all. Yeah. Rather. So yeah. What does that even mean? You know? And so clearly they weren't viable options. And yeah, I mean, there was plenty of options. People were talking about maybe Christina, um, Amanda, Amanda Staten, um, it was, yeah, it was all, like, old guard. <laughs> yeah. Like, stuff that, like, was happening when social media came around. Mm-hmm. So where they, like, they all have the following. Like, mm-hmm. you can get people to watch it for sure. Oh, yeah. Um, but I think what Claire does in this situation, Claire is, like, a combination of, like, all of the things that Bachelor Nation has been complaining about. Claire was on a season with Juan Pablo that was wildly unpopular. Mm-hmm. They fucking hate it. We all fucking hated Juan Pablo. I haven't seen it. So, like, I, <laughs> I mean, like, but I hate him. Yeah. Um, I've seen the clips. Don't like the guy. What a garbage monster. I'm sorry to his wife and his mm-hmm. child. Oh, yeah. my God. What a monster. Yeah. Um, but Claire was around in a season that existed before, uh, like, being an influencer was mm-hmm. a thing. Yeah. And I think that's a thing everybody, like normies and alt people that watch The Bachelor for whatever the fuck reason, us. Why? Yeah, why? Um, (laughs) Why are we doing this? Claire has, like, been around for long enough that, like, she went on to find love in the first place. Mm -hmm. And Claire is 38 at this point. Like, she has to find I think Claire is the kind of person that wants to have kids. Yes. Yeah. From what I understand of her, um, like watching previous seasons and Claire is also like a no bullshit kind of person. Mm -hmm. So this like ticks off so many boxes that everybody's been complaining about. So like hopefully next season we get an older cast. Yes. And that means that the next bachelor will be older and that affects the next few seasons. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which I'm in love with. Um, I also just think like Claire's like smart and beautiful and funny and great. Yeah. And like, she's, she's great. Yeah, and she's, she's, she's like the Hannah um, before Hannah came around, you know, as far as yeah. telling um, men who are being turds to fuck off. I saw Juan Pablo season and she was fucking a powerhouse. She was yeah. the one. Like, they were going to choose her, but they chose Andy Dorfman instead, which was a stellar choice. Definitely not mad about that because Andy also was, like, a powerhouse in that. Like, actually, they had a mate. They also had um, uh, um, Charlene. Charlene was another option. She's an amazing um, old cast member, member too. And, um, yeah, there was just, like, so many good options. And, you know... Claire really stood her ground, told him off, and then she, you know, stood her ground in winter games as well against a jacuzzi man. Um, Christian. <laughs> oh, yeah. boy. And, uh, also, you know, yeah, like, I'm, I'm excited for her season. Mm-hmm. Also, I heard that Andy is kind of a piece of shit. <laughs> Probably. She did get in a Twitter fight this week with um Ashley Spivey, which was also, like, an old... Um, 
cast member. I'm yeah, because Ashley S like gave her like a shitty review on her book, and also like Andy is a Trump supporter. That part so I, I want to throw it out. Yes, there. no, no, no. I'm really glad you did bring that up because I had forgotten about that, and um, also like didn't remember really knowing that when it happened. I feel like um, which is really annoying because I w- I wish I had known that or wouldn't sing her praises, but um yeah no so i'm really excited about it you know yes um please we would have mike johnson could have been the next bachelorette but um it just i guess you know wasn't on the cards what we really do urge fucking the producers and the people in power to like really consider um treating people of color on the show better and giving Mm -hmm. them better um editing so that we know more about them so that it is like a more viable option, you know. I don't know. It's really frustrating, and honestly, honestly, if they just picked <laughs> Tasha, it would it would have been wonderful. I would have been so excited, and I really hope yeah. that she gets it one day because it doesn't. None of it matters. Apparently, you can fucking be on a season like from ten years ago, and it doesn't matter. So, like, let's just put, yeah. you know, yeah. Anyway, it's it's frustrating that like it's frustrating to me at least mm-hmm. that like. We are getting, it's like they view intersectionality as something like totally different. Like putting on somebody that's nearing 40 is the same as putting on like a black woman or a Latina woman or. Yeah. That's literally what I saw. Yeah. I saw like an article already being like, wow, they're diverse casting. It's like diverse. Okay. Um, Okay. Like, is it a radical choice for this yeah. this particular segment of society? Like, yeah, yes. like, she's 38, but she's also everything we've already seen before. Mm-hmm. She looks exactly like Trista also. <laughs> so, like, it's not I, – I am here for it and, like, am critical of it. I mean, uh, here's the thing is going to be we're, – we're going to end up probably hating her just like we hated Peter now because we liked Peter before, you know. Um, I never hate the women as much as I end up hating the men. Fair, 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 fair. Yeah, no, that's um, true. I usually do end up disliking the men a lot and uh, the women less. So, yeah, anyway, well, let us know how you feel about that, y'all. Um, and uh, we'll fucking see them in mid-May because um, <laughs> it's already going to happen. Oh, my God. I, I can't wait to sleep. Yeah, sleep would have been great. <laughs> I'm so excited. Well, um, speaking of no sleep, we have the the fucking women tell all to recap. Oh my god! Before we start, oh yeah, I have not listened to the episode from last week. Oh yeah, because um, I never listen to anything that I'm not a part of. Um, <laughs> I'm a monster. <laughs> I want to know. I saw what the episode was titled. Do you care to? <laughs> do you care to explain? To I me do. I why? do. <laughs> when why you did this? When you're not around, I I lose all structure. It's not okay. I, you need to be here holding my hand through things. No, I, I ended up titling it that because I wanted it to be kind of funny. Um, and people who listened to last week's episode know that I definitely had some um, less than normally irate feelings about Victoria, a fascist. Um, I would definitely say I don't like her, and I um, but I I had some like more empathetic and kinder views to her, um, you know, her flight as a woman and maybe her traumas. And I thought it was a really good, actually like a teachable moment to talk about like emotional abuse that could have been happening in her relationships. And so I wanted to talk about how a lot of what the way she acts could be really based off of some pretty, you know, 
measurable emotional abuse. And I didn't want to like not talk about that just because like she's done this whole white lives matter stuff and has been like a shithead the entire sh season. Um, so I thought that was, and I ended up realizing that I definitely like spent 10 minutes talking about how she's being misunderstood. And I was like, I should just name the podcast. Jenna likes Victoria. Um, only in this one episode though, because yeah. like her anyway else. And I'm pretty mad about her edit that she got during women tell all. So I am um, just feeling like, are you trying to tank our podcast? Basically, I really have just kind of You're just like trying to call out all the queer women that actually exist on the <laughs> podcast. And then just like, oh, I love Victoria F. Like, God. Oh God. <laughs> I'm kidding. Like, okay, well, I, I'll, I'm sorry. I'll, Hold on. No, nope. pause. Because you sent me a video screen cap of the first episode when we recapped the women before yep. the season started. And when we got to Victoria F., Fucking Danica said verbatim, I would die okay. for Victoria F. No, you said that. You said that. It, okay, I'm playing it right now. I have the I have the cap. I'm not I'm not dealing with this. If it's me, I'll kill myself. Oh One my of a, like, okay, so we had this like really sweet comment that came in earlier in the week. And I hope that, that person like, still likes us. <laughs> No, 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 no. I, I doubt it. <laughs> we got so bad. So we had a really sweet comment, though, that was like, oh, I just started listening to like episode one of the podcast. My husband who doesn't like listen to like any like he doesn't watch the podcast or like, sorry, what? doesn't watch the podcast. Yeah. He fucking does. Mm -hmm. Doesn't watch the show. Is not into bachelor. He was like cracking up, too. Um, and so I re-listened to the episode and I was, like, sending Jenna, like, little like, – this was the episode where we were, like, predicting, like, who would move forward. Mm -hmm. We've heard from a lot of people that we were right about, like, everybody except for, I think, Victoria yeah, P. Yeah, yeah. Or, um, yeah. or that we, yeah, we, Victoria, we, like, got the top four right except for one person. So, I yeah. Think. We all, I think I thought Victoria P was going to be in the top four mm -hmm. and she got eliminated really early and I was. Oh, Victoria so P. Sorry. I was confused. Yeah. Was, uh, yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. Wrong Victoria. Oh Here, I'm All right. Yeah. Listen, we have to listen yeah, to this. Listen to it. Put up against that microphone. <laughs> I love it. Oh God. <laughs> 25. Her eyes are beautiful. Her eyebrows are beautiful. Her teeth are beautiful. Her nose is beautiful. I love her face. God, so I love. Pretty. So pretty. She's from Virginia Beach, Virginia, which is cute. Um, I think that's where Lauren and, from Lauren and Ari is from. Um, medical sales representative. So basically, she's going to be a Instagram influencer. Call it. <laughs> um, Victoria loves a man who is in touch with his feelings and isn't afraid to cry in public. I think Peter will do well for that. Um, she likes country music. And the most important woman in Victoria's life is her dear grandmother. That's sweet. Okay. I love Victoria. God, I really, she's really pretty. And I would die for Victoria. Nice. Oh, no, it was me! <laughs> <laughs> okay, to be fair. I said fair, I loved her. You also you also said I would die for I did I, said, I agreed after after Danica said it. I was like, you're right, I would die so, for <laughs> listen. Um a murder Suey has to happen by law. Um 
<laughs> Let me know when and where. <laughs> okay. How about tomorrow? I'm done. I'm fucking done. Yeah. <laughs> no, wait. Let's watch the finale next week and then we'll do it. Yeah. Yeah. We'll watch the finasco <laughs> and then we're fucking killing ourselves. Oh my this is God. A nightmare. I, I do like that her thing is that she likes a man who can cry in public. I'm like, you mean like yourself, Victoria? Because you cried in public a lot. Oh my gosh. But, like, was she actually crying? I feel like she was just wiping. Yeah, there was a lot of just wipes. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. <clears throat> um, oh, my God, bitch. It's been 40 minutes and we haven't talked about shit. anything. Okay. Well, let's just... Okay. Um, fuck. <laughs> oh, <laughs> shit. Okay. We're really just going to have to, like, go through this. Um, We have the woman tell odd opened up with the rose ceremony from last week. You know, was Madison going to come? Was she not going to come? I don't... We don't, you know... We know she didn't come because she didn't go to the fantasy suites. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> she, she can come on her own. Fair. True. Um, she can have a crayon if she wants. <laughs> can I say something about the crayon again? Yes. I waited for long enough to where Andrew's dad will almost certainly not be listening. Okay, good. So the episode that Andrew was on a few weeks ago I totally forgot that, like, people, when they guest on this podcast, like, would like to show it off to their family, to their friends, to whatever. And during the podcast episode that Andrew was on, I was just like, yeah, I love masturbating uh, with this specific thing. Goodbye. It was within the first, like, literally 10 to 15 minutes. Mm -hmm. uh, Andrew messaged me at one point and was just like, holy shit. Like, I sat my dad... <laughs> The podcast episode, his dad, who I have not yet met, <laughs> and was just like, oh, uh, she's really funny. I think she would get along with some of our family. Oh, God. And I was just like, oh, my fucking God. Mm -mm. Like, literally, mm -mm. within, like, zero minutes of me talking, his dad figured out that I was a fucking perverted gay asshole. Like, gross so um, um anyway andrew's father if you're listening now i just want you to know the rumors are true danica, danica <laughs> is a perverted gay asshole and um and she's going to she's gonna pervert your son um yeah yeah he might have sex sometime ooh, ooh. <laughs> to be determined to be determined yes um so we know who didn't have sex for a third night, and that is Peter, um, because Madison left. Um, so she she does come back, and they have the rose ceremony. Um, there's plenty of will she or will she not. Peter's standing on a grassy knoll, just looking just gutted. Um, his scar is can be seen from space. It's yeah. inflamed. It's clearly inflamed. It's inflamed, and he's in his Easter outfit. So it's just like, <laughs> yeah, we get it. We, you didn't fuck. <laughs> literally and he's just so devastated by his actions he tells chris that he thinks he did make some mistakes last week oh do you think buddy okay mm. um interesting and basically he, oh man he madison comes she stands there all three women are freezing their butts off it's like clearly super cold and they're all wearing spaghetti strap dresses and i feel so bad for them and mm -hmm. then 
Oh man, this was so emotional. He starts crying, but Peter starts fucking literally crying. And I love a man who cries. So and, like, that's shaking fine. Yeah, he's too. shaking. He's crying. His voice is cracking. He says, I'm, you know, I'm devastated about what I'm going to have to do. I'm going to have to hurt one of you. And like, honestly, it's probably really hard. And I'm like, I, I genuinely feel for the man. Um, and he gives Hannah Ann his first rose, which um, was, that's great. She's Again, you all meet. You all owe me a hundred dollars. That's true. Yeah, you definitely called it. Um, and she takes the rose, and then there's just like the longest fucking pause forever. <laughs> Victoria, Maddie, Victoria, Maddie. Who will it be? And yeah, we. I ultimately guessed that Victoria would go home too. Um, because it just. I mean, yeah. Like he's just like so into Maddie. Um, he says Madison. She doesn't move. She just stares at his ass. <laughs> like, which is wild because, like, even her eyes were quiet, which is insane because her eye, I need to talk about her eyelashes for the next two and a half hours. Mm-hmm. Jenna, if you want to go to bed, yeah. I'll wake you up. Okay. In, uh, I'll wake you up at 11 p.m. <laughs> uh, when I'm finished. I hate him. Yeah. Uh, she has, like, Tammy Faye, like, eyelashes. And her tan is also... Mm, like almost Kim Kardashian racist. I mean, <laughs> you know, kind of level. Yeah, it's really, 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 really dark. Um, it's not, it's not great. Um, and the eyelashes uh-huh. are like super fucking more separated than they've ever been before. Actually, like there was like literal like people like sitting down in between each lash. Like it's there's like space. Mm-hmm. Um, but her 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 dead eyes, like she just like was like. Okay, sure. So she f- slowly, finally walks up to Peter. He's like, uh, "Will you, will you accept this rose?" And mm-hmm. fucking dead ass, she replies, "Yeah." yeah. <laughs> like not even like a. It wasn't even like a kind look or anything. Mm-mm-mm. Like it was just. Yeah. Yeah. So he and has then, a pretty natural response. I think that all of us, I literally were actually screaming at our TV was, are you sure? <laughs> and like, she waits for a long, long time <laughs> between all of these responses. And she's like, yeah. <laughs> oh my um, God. I like got out of my seat. So uncomfortable. <laughs> Oh, it was so it was so bad, so gross. Um, so Peter and Victoria leave together. Mm-hmm. He's apologizing to her, and he's doing the apology that like the white men mm-hmm. do, mm-hmm. where it's just like, I swear to God, it's not you. Mm-hmm. Like he said, um. I just want you to know how real everything was. I swear to God, I was falling in love with you. All those feelings, everything the next day, like walking up with you that next, or sorry, waking up with you that next morning, how I was expressing that, all so real. It's just like, shut up. <laughs> no, that's that's not real. Um, I just know that my heart is further along with the other two girls. Like, it was basically like, I wanted to fuck you so bad, and your pussy was so so subpar that i gave madison a rose yeah instead of you yeah it's really you hate to see it like he went through all of that drama just to fuck her and then was like 
yeah, actually, I'm good, you know? Which happens. Dude, I what happens have... sometimes. Like, you want to fuck somebody so badly, and then you fuck them, and you're like, I'm, it's, I'm all right, actually. I wish that Peter had, like, a hotline mm-hmm. to where <laughs> he could call me to see if uh, Victoria F. was a pillow princess, because they would have said, yeah. Like, she's not going to give you anything back. Like, if... <laughs> pillow princess expert i don't i have never done anything during sex like i could tell she was a pillow princess from day fucking one. Oh my god like her eyeballs are too big to do anything with her pussy and the same for you no. yeah no my eyeballs are enormous every time i've roasted victoria the fascist or victoria what the fuck like it's been I've been roasting myself. Yeah, literally. <clears throat> and like, yeah, Pillow Princess, man. Like, we could have fucking told you that. It's not, it's not, you're not going to have a good time. You're not going to have a good time, you know? I think, I think this was the first time though I realized that people would rather have sex with virgins than have sex with Pillow Princesses. <laughs> so I think I, I think I need to sleep about that for like seven years. Oh my I don't God. Know. I can't. Um, <laughs> I really kind of agree with you um so <laughs> he she goes can you notate this 40 46 40 something oh yeah uh this is going on my instagram mm-hmm. and my mom's gonna see it and the person who stole my snapchat's gonna see it yes. and uh i'm gonna have a really good time with that 47 15 yeah you can leave this in there oh, i'm leaving it in great who cares so yeah also fuck you to the person who stole my instagram i've called the cops twice on you bye bullshit fucking if you're listening i'll murder you um so Mm -hmm. basically we will say the end uh victoria is just like i don't want to hear it i know i don't want to hear it i truly don't i get it i don't know what to say it is what it is and that which is how we felt the entire season literally what it is what it is name like, name like one thing peter added to culture <laughs> i can't i can't we're waiting for people to let us know um we'll take your answer off the air um but no one's going to because there's nothing there um so yeah that's pretty much it we go to the women tell all and i mean gosh here's the thing we debated not even doing a recap of this because it's pointless um there were some great things that happened though for sure so i i took notes and i made it happen. all right make it happen boo so chris is just recapping um he says madison was reluctant to accept peter's rose and the aftermath of the fantasy suite did it go too far did it go too far did she wait too long in respect to peter and what he was trying to achieve and then he sort of let people answer. Lexi are like, again, this is so funny because I don't remember anybody. Mm-hmm. And I still have to think about Madison's name every time I say it. Mm-hmm. Lexi, who was the redhead that I have a crush on, was like, I think when you go on to this show, you know what goes on in fantasy suites. I just didn't think it was fair to give him that ultimatum. And then Sydney, um, was like basically she basically says the opposite mm-hmm. uh, they're from like the same sort of region in the u.s um and she didn't view it as an ultimatum she thought of it as he was saying 
uh, this is who I am. I don't know that it matches with like who you are. Yeah. And um, here's the thing to say. I think both things are right. I mean, mm-hmm. we last week's episode with Connie talked a lot about it and um, we ultimately stand Maddie in the long run for what she did. Um, yeah. Uh, she, cause ultimately she stood her ground and she just did what, you know, and she spoke her truth and maybe she didn't do it perfectly, but like who, we, as we fucking know, it's not easy to um, express yourself and, you know, we have emotions and all these different things. And I think both things right. are true. I do think it was ultimately an ultimatum, but I don't think it necessarily has to be a bad thing. You know, like yeah. she's setting expectations I, I, and he, he didn't follow through with them, but that's fine. That's also his choice. That's also his choice. You know, like they can both yeah. make these choices. So it's kind of moot point and she stood her ground. So, you know. Yeah. I think, <clears throat> I think what is bothering me is that, I mean, what she did was an ultimatum. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily think ultimatums are bad. Yeah. Like it sounds like a bad word, but if that's your boundary, mm-hmm. that's your boundary. Mm-hmm. And then like f- the thing that bothered me is that she accepted his rose after he had, crossed her boundary yeah no this week is like clearly like ugh, yeah the thing that i would say is like i don't think she told him early enough about her boundary Mm -hmm. and that's why i don't think that like what she did was like ethical or good Mm -hmm. or kind or nice or like that's why i think she's like playing the game a little bit Mm -hmm. because like that should have been said way 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 earlier in my opinion um but yeah like i don't I don't think any of if that's what your boundary is, that's what your mm-hmm. boundary yeah. is. And good for you for keeping it. But yeah, it, it could have gone down a little differently, but you know. Yeah. Oh god. And also like apparently it's not a boundary at this point. Yes, cuz she accepted the rose. Cuz she could she could have said no. Mm-hmm. Yep. And she clearly wanted to. <laughs> I mean, come on. Yeah. Mm, yeah, yeah, that's what she said, Danica. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so, well, basically, to continue on, um, we are still aware that basically everyone still hates Alaya, Alaya, um, Alaya, uh, including me. Yep, and everyone hates her still. Um, and this is where it basically just starts popping off. Like people just start screaming at each other, and multiple people. At one point, um, they were like, "Why did a?" Uh, why did you come back, Alea? And she's like, well, I wanted to come back for, and she gets cut off because Sydney goes, I know why she came back. She came back because she went on Reddit. <laughs> and that is such a me accusation to make. I almost killed myself on live TV. Um, oh my God. <laughs> she, like, basically, like, Alea had, like, less than a week of internet access and then came back and was talking shit. Mm -hmm. I believe that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, she probably did go on Reddit. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But like, don't ever fucking accuse me of going on Reddit. Even if I have an account, if you fucking look me in the eye and you tell me I went on Reddit, you need to leave the fucking building because I'm never talking to you again. Yeah. So, but like what basically um, what Alea says is like, um, her defense for Sydney saying like, oh yeah, you went on Reddit and you were looking people up and then you got to come back because you reached out to 
producers again. She was like, LOL, that was my biggest regret. I word vomit. And I just don't think before I talk. And I'm just like, well, no, uh, that wasn't the accusation. Um, You're just... You were looking up shit so you could try to get back on the show. Mm. It really changes the game. Uh, like that's a that's a power move, and I, I I wonder if it'll happen again in the future. Yeah, um, for sure. We go to Champagne Gate. Um, how could we ever have a women tell all without Champagne Gate? It's <laughs> oh like Kelsey's talking, and she was like, "Oh, the champagne was supposed to be like popped night one. It was supposed to be like her like initial reaction with Peter." Um, she says, I went balls to the walls crazy. I overreacted. Like, part of me doesn't like her. Part of me is just like, yeah, whatever. Like, way to go for admitting mm-hmm. that, like, yeah, she, you just, like, weren't being rational. Yeah. Like, what, what the fuck ever. Yeah. And, like, I'm happy she admitted it and, like, just, like, moved on, I guess, from that, you know? And, um, basically, Ashley I comes out and hugs her and... <laughs> Like, tells her that it's okay to be emotional. And, oh, I guess I'm jumping ahead. Um, But, I don't know. Right before that, like, it, I mean, it was a conversation between Kelsey and Tammy. Oh, yeah. So, Tammy addresses it saying, like, I wasn't trying to bash you for crying. I wasn't trying to bash you for drinking. I never called you an alcoholic. I never called you a pill popper, which is just, like, I feel like I was, like, disassociating. Like, I was just, like, yeah, you did. You literally said those two things. Or, like, saying you have alcoholic tendencies is the almost essentially the same as saying you're an alcoholic when you're involved in this mm-hmm you know like social circle mm-hmm. i guess you would want to i would want to talk about like intent again what was tammy's intent with uh, like those statements you know yeah. like ultimately maybe she was actually concerned about kelsey but she kept also saying to the camera i'm concerned about peter falling in love with a woman who has these tendencies so like her intent was to mess up a relationship more or less i mean i guess maybe if she really cared about peter but like who cares about peter no one cares about peter nobody cares but i don't care about peter peter doesn't even care about yeah, peter so that's why he's kept victoria yeah. f around for so long christ but like the, the thing is like kelsey like having to joke around about saying like i never admitted i was sober is a thing yeah and like mm-hmm. i mean like she has to joke around about this yeah. because so many shitty things are going on with Tammy. And, like, part of the thing that bothers me about Tammy is just, like, yeah, like, if your defense is, like, I care about you, so I'm gonna, like, go talk to a producer. Yeah. Go talk to her. Yes, exactly. <laughs> like, you all clearly do not get along. So, like, I mean, either, like, talk shit or don't talk shit, mm-hmm. but, like, you can't defend yourself for just being concerned mm-hmm. about, like, her behavior as, like, a benevolent experience. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's annoying. It's stupid. We're not... I mean, like, some Bachelor people are stupid, but, like, we're not stupid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my favorite thing about this whole experience, though, was, like... Um. Uh, Kelsey admitted I never admitted I was sober and then Victoria P who was apparently this, this is what's part of uh, what is so interesting to me about this season is that like 
there are groups of girls that are friends with each other and some of them are bullies and some of them are not, but both of them seem like bullies. Yeah. Do you know what I yeah. mean? Um, so like the camp that um, like Kelsey was a part of was like, oh, I never admitted I was sober. Um, and Vic- the camp that Victoria P who was like the blonde mm-hmm. like nurse was a part of um, suggested at a certain point that Kelsey was under the influence of Adderall. And during the women tell all, she says she tries to play it off. Like she knows like the behavior that exists (laughs) uh, for like Adderall users. And then we like, literally we cannot confirm who says this. It was somebody in like the back right corner. Yeah. Like, yeah, maybe Alea. Um, but like whoever this person is says, um, <laughs> scream, screams, screams, literally, you're a dermatologist. And I like, I've never been this shook in my entire <laughs> life. It's the funniest thing I've ever seen. My wig was snatched i'm like finished about it and like (laughs) justin and i watched this episode again today and i like justin was also just like like it it was an enormous moment (laughs) in bachelor oh my god i'm i'm offended that they did not show who said that it's it's like you're a dermatologist you don't know what adderall does to the human body i can't even you're a dermatologist (laughs) (laughs) oh my god and like there's also a point where i mean like yeah where where i lie on the issue is i mean like i i'm willing to like defend my stance i'm willing to like like talk to other people about it but like when you're talking about other people's life issues about addiction Mm -hmm alcoholism all of these other things i am very much on the team where it's like it's not really your business Mm -hmm. unless i know you Mm -hmm. and if you feel comfortable talking to me about it and i disagree like that's my thing yeah no it's not true but instead like she was being her regardless of whether she has addiction issues or not what what was being said was that she must have addiction issues because of her emotional um, vulnerability and like how she was acting good or bad. You can't, but you can't do that. You can't assume somebody has um, that based off of that. And so, you know, that's ultimately why eventually Ashley I comes out and like gives Kelsey a hug and like from all the like emotional girls in the world and what have you. And I think, you know, they're trying to be like, yeah, you can be emotional and it doesn't mean that you have, um, you know, addiction tendencies, you know? So, you know, right. I think that was kind of okay, whatever. But like, also like, I fucking want to move on from all of those people. And I'm really happy Kelsey's not the bachelorette. Um, because I just, yeah, I don't, I don't really like her voice. Um, (laughs) that's basically (laughs) it. I think, I think like part of the thing that made me like really excited about this interaction too, was that like Tammy said, like we're all swapping saliva with the same guy. So therefore it's my business. And like being a person that's dated in Portland Mm -hmm. uh, where everybody is basically Mm poly, like, no, it's not your business. What your partner 
and your partner's other partner are dealing with. Yep. Like, truly, that's their thing. If they choose to share it with you and you feel a way about it, fine. But that's like, uh, that that's not the take. Yeah, you know, truly. Truly. Oh my God. This entire cast could really benefit from reading about like reading the ethical slut or something like that. <laughs> It'd be great. I'll, I'll send it to you. Yeah, we'll send Do it. You want one? Yeah, please. We got. I don't want to read it again. They, um, they, <laughs> they give you a copy of the ethical slut when you move to Portland. So we all have a copy. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll give it to you if you'd like. So the next thing that happens is everyone hates McKenna. Uh, so do I. Um, I would like, I mean, actually, I'm not even going to ask about your opinion, uh, Jenna. Uh, I hate white feminists. Uh, I am putting this in for you. Uh, you hate white feminists. Uh, goodbye. I'm tired of it. Yeah, I sign off on that one. Um, <laughs> just the whole like, oh, girl power. Just because you fucking hate me thing. It's, it's so annoying. Um, Like, I don't, the thing is, like, I don't necessarily, like, support, like, Tammy's, like, actions. I think she's got some stuff to work on. Mm -hmm. Um, But the whole, like, McKenna just, like, flexing her, like, white feminist, like, Hillary Clinton muscles is the most annoying thing. And we're in the middle of, like, Super Tuesday, like, election shit right now. With, like, Elizabeth Warren. Um, so. I just feel like McKenna's the type of person who would tell me to try yoga for my anxiety. And I, like, <laughs> don't need that. <laughs> no. And she's just like, wait, like, my my hairstylist has, like, cheaper extensions. They're only $1,000. Mm-hmm. And, like, it, if you got some extensions, you would just, like, feel really good about yourself. And the thing is, like, I just really want you to feel good about yourself. Because, like, I feel good about myself. And I think it's really empowering that we empower other women by empowering other women. What? I The thing that it's like crazy about women tell all is that nearly everyone is wrong. Just truly, truly, truly. Uh, Other like than nobody needs yeah. to be defended. Yeah, I mean, I think the only ones who weren't wrong were um, Sarah, a blonde woman who sat in the back row who didn't say a, a word the entire time. And I think she really won the entire night, you know? Um, yeah. So good for her. Way to be quiet, white women. Yes, please. Oops. <laughs> Oopsies. Oh, uh, the only time white women have ever needed applause is when they shut the fuck up during Women Tell All. Oh my god. Oh my. God. Meanwhile, you and I are here just spilling <laughs> bullshit. Oh, the irony. Oh, oh the irony. Oh. But really, like, literally, everyone fucking hates McKenna, and McKenna has clearly rehearsed a speech. That she's, like, trying to say to Tammy. And, like, Tammy does not deliver my favorite, like, clapbacks. Mm-hmm. But, like, she just said the thing where it was just, like, how many times have you practiced this? And she's, like, I haven't practiced it at all. Like, McKenna's victimizing herself. I'm sorry, white women. We need to do better. Like, this is disgusting. So real. Um, oh, my God. So let's go on to Victoria, though, because that's a whole other yes. can of worms. Um. She gets basically uh, super frustratingly like the hero's edit in a lot of ways. Um, so weird. Like so she, strange. like we really thought she might have been like bachelorette material because of the edit she was given and because of how she behaved mm-hmm. in 
uh, Women Tell mm-hmm. All, but they had already announced Claire. So they were just like, no, no, no to this one. Yeah, but like truly they were giving her a very Bachelorette-esque type edit. Um, she got mm-hmm. the hot seat. She got to cry about her feelings about Peter and how much he like changed her and showed her the light and how much she deserves love and can find love. I mean, it was just like a Ben Higgins thing. Like he was undeserving of love and he, that was his whole fucking thing. And here she is, is like, I thought I was undeserving of love, but now I know that I, <clears throat> I am and I can love. And Peter was the one good thing I've ever experienced. And I was like, Ex- excuse me, what is this really mm-hmm. happening right now? Because probably the most confusing part about it, besides all the, like the external things, why lives matter, all the other things, the, the potential marriage breaking up. I mean, the thing is that the producers have been showing us the worst parts of her for the entire season. They've been making her, they, mm-hmm. I, uh, they haven't made us, but like they've edited her to be, to show us all of this. And then literally a week later, give her this edit. I'm just like really confused by what the producers are even doing. Like what's, I don't really understand what's happening. Mm-hmm. It's so confusing. It's so confusing. Oh shit. I forgot names again. I thought we were talking about Kelsey. Oh, we're talking about Victoria. <laughs> uh, I'm the worst. You're fine. But yeah, like, I, she, like, she's talking to Chris, though. Uh, Victoria mm-hmm. uh, F. Victoria, what the F? Victoria fascist, whatever you want to call her. And she's like, uh, Chris is like asking her what she's emotional about after they mm-hmm. like do the um recap like just like the video pre yeah, yeah the the recap and victoria's like i think i'm frustrated with myself cuz i didn't realize how much i or how much he cared about me it breaks my heart i wish i uh would have let him love me the way he wanted to mm-hmm. sooner um i think it would have been a lot different um and she like admitted that basically she got in her own way about the situation. And I was like, well, like, no, you just thought you were hot and could act whoever you wanted to. Like, is that a bad opinion? Because that's how I really feel about it. No, I think it. so too. I think that she, she's gotten away with acting that way for a long time. So there was no one stopping her. And now Peter was suddenly being like, oh, I, this isn't good. But she's like, oh, this is how I can act in relationships. And no one gives a shit. Um, you know, so yeah, but like the fact that they even let her have this like conversation just makes me mad. But you know, what yeah. are you gonna do? Um, Chris, he they definitely talk about how they had a lot of frustrating conversations. She feels bad. She's very like lighthearted and just like, yeah, I really fucking screwed the pooch on this one. You know, oh, what was me mm-hmm. if I had just been a better communicator? It's like, yeah, yeah, you just put us through all of this and then then uh, then you're just gonna act like lighthearted about it um yeah she literally said like yeah i was in love with that boy and i'm just like okay what What? (laughs) like that's something i say casually to my friends about my like current boyfriend that's not something i like like she's still making a play for bachelorette because they recorded this weeks ago oh that's true Okay, that's your, you're right in that. Okay, but yes, yeah, she's definitely making a play. She's definitely trying to be like, I really loved him. And like, he showed me the good things. And I'm, you know, all these different things. I'm like, whatever. Chris briefly talks about the fact that she had some pretty serious allegations thrown at her vis-a-vis breaking up multiple marriages. And she just like, 
basically straightly looks at Chris and says, that's a lie. That's not true. And that the person who came onto the show to do that just wanted to be on TV. And which is wild, right? Because that is Peter's ex-girlfriend. Yeah. She isn't, she's not trying to get on TV. You're trying to get on TV, Victoria. You are. Bitch. You are. It's it's whatever. And also, like, who cares? But, like, did you... I mean, I, that the audacity to just, like, say you didn't have any relationships with other men when, like, there's apparently receipts out there online is just really intense. I mean, ultimately, I... How do you... Okay, like, can I ask you a yeah. question? Like, how do you feel about Reality Steve? Ooh. Because I still feel, like, really conflicted. Yeah, like, certainly. I, I, I can see it. Mm-hmm. Like, I... Mm-hmm. Like, I will, I'll read the updates when I want to read the updates. Like, if I don't want to be spoiled, I won't be spoiled. If I am curious, I'll look. Mm-hmm. But, like, how accurate do you think that is? I, it's hard to say. He makes a big to-do about how he really doesn't push things and publish things until he's, like, really triple-checked and done all these things. And I, I find it hard to believe that he does that because he has, it's time-sensitive. I think he sometimes will push things out there when there isn't stuff. So there's that. But I feel like I feel like a lot of it was coming from Reddit, and I feel like Reddit's probably a pretty like reasonable resource. Why did I say I was on Reddit? Ah, <laughs> no, <laughs> my worst nightmare. <laughs> no, um, but I mean, okay, she maybe she didn't, you know, maybe she didn't, and ultimately we don't like her, and she did her white lives matter things. And like, she was very toxic on the show. Um, and like, she may or may not broken up marriages, you know, whatever. I don't think we should blame the woman when there's like infidelities all the time too. You want to blame the person who was in the relationship who's doing the cheating. So like, whatever. And like, Peter's totally fair to make his own decisions and he can be with somebody who has that past. That's totally, that's totally okay. That is okay. That was never my problem. I never disliked her because of the cheating, you know, speculations. I disliked her for the other reasons. <laughs> so I'll give her that one thing, you know, whatever. No one knows the truth other than her and those people. Um, but the probably the most frustrating part is that Chris, then that's basically it. He doesn't bring up any of the White Lives Matter stuff, which is bananas. I know the yeah. show, I know the show doesn't like to bring up external um mm, things. Uh, you know, they were hard pressed to bring up anything about Garrett and Becca when Garrett got, you know, called out for liking a bunch of like transphobic, xenophobic, you know, like horrible memes in this page and everything. I know they didn't want to do that, but they had to because Garrett fucking won the show and you have to talk about it. And the thing yeah. is, like, I feel like in this case, they had to talk about it too because Cosmo fucking Politan made a tweet about it. It was news. It was fucking news, you know? Yeah, well, I think, too, like, I mean, I think part of what I think is funny, like, it's something we're going to talk about in the next, like, few minutes is that, like, Victoria F. can, like, pose for a White Lives Matter thing and then, like, Bachelor Nation trying to prove that they're woke by bringing in the only Black Bachelorette that's ever existed like, the only black lead, mm-hmm. even, mm-hmm. that's ever existed. And then, like, talking to, like, all of these, like, black women that are just, like, have, like, experienced 
racism um, and like hate and then racism and like like actual like bullying racism like all of these things um which like i don't know that victoria has had to experience to the same extent um yeah. because i'm not gonna pretend like i know what her like race or ethnicity is um but like i think it's interesting to look at the fact that I don't again like I don't know her like race or ethnicity but like she does not appear to be like black passing mm-hmm. um and yeah it's just really it, it, it just it, feel, it leaves a weird taste in your mouth for them to ignore that yeah. And then to talk to have this whole debate or d- discussion regarding um, race politics within the show. And here's the thing: I would have been actually pretty okay with if he had just brought it up, and Victoria could have regurgitated her apology that she made recently on Instagram. Whether I think that was a good apology or that even um, that people of color should accept it, that's not my place to say. Um, but like. I think that at least the dialogue would have been great and like her at least saying the reasonable things that she said in that apology would have been really useful. Can I ask you what that was? Remember like she made an Instagram story and she, um, I have the screenshot somewhere, but she, she basically denounced racism and like white lives matter as a, as a organization and was, um, talked about how like she's like, wants to make effort to um, be a proper ally and somebody who works towards like dismantling the system. So like she said some really good words. And so I would have just wished they, they just could have said it again, you know, because the thing is she did that Mm -hmm. in an Instagram story that only lasted 24 hours. She didn't give any kind of dialogue or debate and people who could have missed it might've missed it, you know? And so for her to say it on, on stage would have been, I think a really long way to, show that she was actually serious about her apology. And this makes me think she Mm -hmm. wasn't. (laughs) Yeah. She didn't fucking talk about it, but, um, or they didn't show it. Maybe she did and they didn't show it, which is so frustrating because then they do bring on Rachel and they have this whole debate and this whole, um, debate's the wrong word, but you know, um, thing. Oh, I found it. Do you want me to read it? Sure. I would like to sincerely apologize for my involvement with the We Love Marlins. My intention was never, my intention was only to support endangered species. I want to say that I unequivocally reject beliefs of the White Lives Matter movement or any propaganda that supports racism of any kind. I would like to specifically apologize to the people of color that are affected by racism daily. I was, it was never my intention to add fuel to the racial fire in this country. This has truly been an educational moment for me, and I hope to be a voice against racism moving forward. I hope I can be shown grace as I navigate through this process. That's a fine apology, but again, not my place to take it and to accept it. I just don't, I don't think that like that's enough. And the the fact that she did it in the story just shows how I think insincere it might be, you know? So it would have been nice to see it on TV. Um, But what are you going to do? Um, (laughs) You're just gonna just fucking cry about it. Um, so yeah, do we want to talk about what Rachel came on and did real quick? Yeah, I do. I do want to. Um, um, 
Oh, one thing. Oh, one thing I do want to talk mm-hmm. about before we move mm-hmm. on to Rachel's segment is that Peter <laughs> uh, is put in the hot seat for a little bit. He meets with all of his ex girlfriends. Uh, yawn. Who the fuck cares? Um. Uh, like it, it's like the the part in this sort of segment where Chris Harrison and Peter go to like um, basically white women are like come see me <laughs> goodbye <laughs> and uh, so they go to like bachelor parties like the ones that we do and I keep thinking about like what it would look like if like Peter and Chris Harrison were at our like bachelor party. It would be very cramped. Um and, and the cat the oh, cat yeah. would like fart on Chris Harrison and mm-hmm. I would fart we would all fart on Chris sister, Harrison. I would fart on Chris Harrison too. And then um they would be like, You guys are deranged. Um we have to go because we just scream at the mm-hmm. television the entire two hours. Yeah. So basically what happens, like Peter goes to people's houses. We're supposed to like him for some reason again. (laughs) Uh, This is just a moment where like white women are just like, oh, yes, we all dressed as um, uh, pilots, not pilots. What are they called? Yeah. Yeah. Whatever y'all called. Um. Flight attendant. Thank you. That's what it was. Flight attendant. There we go. Oh my God. Um, There was this moment where an extremely drunk woman in an extremely pink, like, shirt um, was said that she was more excited about meeting Peter than she was about her own wedding. And, like, RIP her marriage. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I appreciate your work so much. Oh my god. Oh, so <laughs> good. Um and also like there was like this like one thing where like Peter and Chris went to like a house that did basically like the Pete Dude, I don't even know if I'm saying this name right anymore. Like the Pete Buttigieg. Oh, Buttigieg. Buttigieg. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. He's gone, gone yeah. Right? Uh, thanks for supporting Biden, you fucking coward. Uh, goodbye. Um, goodbye to Gige <laughs> is what his last name is. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> vote for Bernie Sanders. I'm sorry. I'm like, I'm voting for Jenna. I'm voting for yeah. me. Uh, oh my God. That's all I have to say. Um, <laughs> But there were these, like, women that were, like, all dressed in, um, like, uh, like, the airport, oh, what are they called? Do we do flight attendants? No? Yeah, flight attendants. Yeah. I, I keep forgetting yeah. it. Oh, I'm so ready to go to bed. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. You're fine. They were in, like, flight attendants outfits. And they were just, like, doing, like, this, like, weird dance that was like this. Like, you're the only person that can see this. But it's just, like, white women shit. (laughs) White women shouldn't dance anymore. I'm sorry. Like, we're not allowed. And Peter shouldn't either. No, Peter definitely shouldn't. But also, just, like, 
let's gather together and like create something better. White women, no, 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 no. But they, they they were doing like the like Pete Buttigieg dance, but like for it was disgusting. Anyway, whiteness is a disease. Basically, what happens for the rest of the thing is, like, Victoria F. thanks Peter for, like, being patient, apologizing for, apologizes for putting him through hell. Um, cool apology, I guess. Too, too late. No, too late. it's not. Uh, I hated it. Um, uh, Peter says, I think... I've always said love is patient. Love is kind. Like enormous fart sound. Stop. Um, Oh my God. McKenna talks about how she wishes uh, he would have just like eliminated her. So did I. (laughs) Uh, The only time I've ever agreed with McKenna. Um, And then Savannah asks him about rewarding drama and he gives some like bullshit answer. That's what. Like she's right and she's wrong, mm-hmm. and she's like asking for selfish purposes, but she's also right. Um, but also, who is she? <laughs> I don't know her. Truly, I don't know. I, don't know I guessed a name. Yeah, I don't know her. Um. Yep, and that's pretty much it. And no resolution on pretty much anything, which is um pretty buck wild. But you know, I'm not mm-hmm. too shocking. But it's it was a messy fucking woman tall. And I guess we'll see half these women in BIP. Um, <laughs> fuck. BIP. Oh, my God. It's going to be messy. I'm excited about it. Um, so, yeah. So, we have Rachel. She comes on. Um, and we want to make sure that we say that, ultimately, we just want to, like, recap what happened. Um, again, as white women, like, we don't have any mm, say in any of this element that she specifically talks about. And... I think it was really important. But I think we're both really supportive. It's super supportive. Of, like yeah. what she brings oh, up. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just think that like our opinions on it are, are kind of like regardless yeah. or but, uh, like listen to Rachel, listen yeah. to the actual people yes. of color that are yes, a part of exactly. it. Exactly. Um, but we support it and I was happy to see it. I cried. I was really moved by it. I was happy for it. Um, she says, Rachel says, I took on this role because I wanted to help women that look like me know that they can do this kind of role um, and find love um, on this show. Sometimes I feel my efforts are in vain because it seems to only have gotten worse. I thought that was a really beautiful sent- sentence and a sentiment. Um, it's sad, but it, it was beautiful and she's very well spoken. Um, she proceeds to read a bunch of tweets that are um, messages and DMs from really hateful bigots horrible horrible people mm-hmm. who've sent a lot of um horrible racist shit to the women of color and people of color from all the seasons in general um and then they have a discussion and they talk to a lot of the women of color on the stage about their experiences in it and it was just really beautiful and sad and I'm glad I did it. And I also, like, do want to say, like, um, while I'm glad that they brought out Rachel for this kind of thing, like, I do think, like, Rachel should have a platform for this Mm -hmm. kind of thing, especially since she was the first, like, Black Bachelorette, and especially since she chose, like, a person of color, like, as Mm -hmm. her 
Like that's her partner. Mm-hmm. That's her husband. Um, that's super legitimate. And I mean, like we've had to deal with these kinds of people as white people. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, this is definitely a thing. Um, are and not even anything that we've had like um, had to like emotionally like cope no with. certainly like, not no no it's just more that we've we've just seen it actually in like real life happen it's it's not affecting us it's it's still affecting these people like any post mm-hmm. we make about Mike we literally have people that go on there and say horrible shit and we do our best to delete and block and delete and block because that does not belong on our page. And it doesn't belong anywhere. <laughs> but so it's just like. Well, it's like delete and block and challenge. Oh, yeah. When we Sorry, can. we do challenge. Yeah, a lot of them but, we do. But eventually, if the person's not willing to, like, hear us out. <laughs> I don't I don't yeah. keep that up for, like, other people to come and see it, you know, after it's been debated, you know. Um, yeah. Oh, gosh, it's horrible. So, yeah, in, like, Sydney. Alexa, uh, Deandra, Shan, a bunch of people on stage really have a really great moment of talking about how hard it is and how um, just how horrible it is. And then, then they talk about the 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 beautiful messages they do get from people and how how there is a lot of support for them living their lives authentically. And and I just I think that was nice as well. I don't know. The same is true for a Tammy mm-hmm. too. Oh, of course, where, like, yeah, it, of course. Um, it's it started as like a conversation between like black women, mm-hmm. and then like it it like expanded a little mm-hmm. bit to be just like women of color. But mm-hmm. like a lot of the shit that they're getting is because they're you know like black women mm-hmm. of color, mm-hmm. certainly. But Tammy has definitely gotten a lot, and it's it's horrible. The stuff she's gotten to. It's no one should be telling anybody to kill themselves. And it's it's horrible. Oh my god. Unless you're Peter. <laughs> Just kidding. Attack me. So yeah, that's kind of it. And um we'd love to hear your thoughts on it. If it's, you know, um something that you have passionate thoughts about on it, if you but you know, stay in your lane for sure. Um, but if you, if there's any people of color who want to talk about and really express their feelings, I would love to like, um, give you a platform and support what you have to say about it. So if you have anything to say, I'd be happy to like share it, screenshot it, and share it to our our followers and um, raise up people's of voices of people of color. So not ours. Uh, I think that was the most important part about that. You know. Do you want to talk about Bachelor Life? Oh, really yes, quick? of course. And then we'll fucking go to sleep. So, yeah. <laughs> really, what can be said other than um, I enjoyed it? I don't know. Did you have a good time? I yes. did. Yeah. So, you know, I think no one really knows what the show was going to be about until we got there. And it was really a literal interactive live Bachelor show. Um, they had group dates, they had challenges, they had rose ceremonies, they even had a fantasy suite, which was fucking so silly and stupid. They brought out a, um, 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 fuck, what's the name? Ben said it wrong. Uh, Palapa? They brought out a a beach Palapa (laughs) onto the stage, Mm -hmm. and they 
had these like sheer curtains and they basically the two final like women that he had to choose from he got to individually take one of them at a time into the palapa and they would like darken that side of the stage and they give him three minutes to talk like off mic when while the other person sat on stage and talked to either becca or ben higgins in front of a crowd of like hundreds of people um it was really funny they had a really silly um date card about that they're like if you decide to forgo your your privacy or your shame spend three minutes in our fantasy suite <laughs> mm -hmm. it was so silly um i guess takeaway points becca kufrin is amazing amazing is amazing she could spit in my face and i would tell her thank you she is mm -hmm. gorgeous smart funny she hosted like a fucking boss she didn't even have any cue cards she was stunning and amazing um whatever that lady gaga like um meme is <laughs> i want to say that never the same thing twice amazing whatever um ben mm -hmm. higgins snooze fest sorry about it sorry <laughs> about it i feel like i've been saying that for like six for sure years. he's a very attractive man he's a very <laughs> nice man um but he can't He's he fine. can't host worth a like a damn and he needed his cards the entire time and he was just like so awkward. It was like wildly uncomfortable. Um, I did mm -hmm. think it was just interesting overall. Um, the audience participation was really fun to kind of get swept up in. You just almost immediately started to fall into the classic stereotypes within the show. Like really quickly all of a sudden you realize out of like this eight contestants that all of a sudden there was like a wifey type role and then there was like an over sexualized type role and then there was an underdog type role and a woman that we all really liked and it just was like kind of cool how that happened i i thought that was like it was clearly unscripted that just kind of happened naturally the audience like liked these people that way you know mm -hmm. um yeah it was pretty fun and it was i recommend going if you if it's coming to your city um just make sure you drink lots of alcohol <laughs> Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and um oh sorry the most important thing why am i not reading about this so they do a game real quick about a newlywed game <laughs> they, have, they have basically a test questions they have a question and the bachelor has chosen his answer and all the women have to stand under which answer they think the man has chosen so they have a big screen and they have one two three four answer and the women are going to stand under the answer they think he's chosen so they do who's your favorite bachelor and they one by one lift off list off the names the first option is pilot p the entire venue booed booed his ass fucking legitimately like the entire fucking venue just went boo and, and for fucking Ben Higgins and Becca Kufrin had to just sit there and be like, okay, option number two, as if none of that had happened. It was hysterical. And then they said Colton's name, and then half the audience booed for him, like half of them applauded. And then they said Nick Fial, and everyone like lost their shit and like cheered for him. And then they said Ben Higgins, of course, and uh, people applauded for him too because he's there, you know, whatever. I just really wanted to make sure that basically everyone who dislikes Peter knows that Bachelor Nation is on y'all side. No one likes him right now. He, he got booed. Mm -hmm. He got fucking booed. <laughs> I just. 
it was worth every cent. That was that moment alone was worth every cent for that ticket price. I'm just going to tell you that much. And I would love to hear if anyone else goes to it in a different city, I would love to hear if the same thing happens. Um, and maybe that was just like a Portland thing, but I think probably the whole nation doesn't like them. Yeah. Gross. Well, I think that's about it y'all. Um, we gave you our blood, sweat and tears. And if you didn't like it, I'm really sorry. Um, but not really. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Make sure you're like rating and reviewing us and liking us, subscribing and sharing with your friends. And um, next week is the finale. It's a two night finale. Um, we'll probably do similar to what we did last time, which is record live after the finale. I don't know. We'll, we'll talk. talk about it. Just expect some kind of tomfoolery because it's going to be weird. Um, so just like stay tuned to like the Instagram for updates on that. And uh, other than that, Love you. Love yourself. I love you, Danica. Love More you More than too. you know. Love y'all. Yeah, stay safe and uh, get home safe, wherever that is. Thank you for listening to Descartes Pod. Make sure you're following us on social media. On Instagram, we are Descartes Pod. On Twitter, we are Descartes Podcast. You can email us at DescartesThePodcast at gmail. Make sure you're following your hosts. Danica is at Drunk Feminist on Instagram, and Jenna is Jenna with a smile. Make sure you are subscribed to us on iTunes, Spotify, and Stitcher. Hey, leave us a review. This is the final podcast tonight. When you are ready. Oh, and welcome to the ad for Afternoonified. The ad where we try to convince you to listen to our show. I'm Sarah. And I'm Emily. We hope you like mummies, weird religions, cheese, historical figures, dicks, religion, and like a lot of other stuff. Did it work? Are you going to listen? Emily, they can't hear you. They're like pressing the skip button right now. Oh. For more podcasts like the one you just listened to, go to sobelowmedia.com. This, this is As Above, So Below.